This Fab FM podcast is proudly brought to you by Bendigo Bank, Port Douglas and Mossman. Offering a full range of competitive banking products and technology you'd expect from a big bank with the personal service and care you'd expect from us. Furthermore, the Port Douglas branch is now excited to announce its brand new location at the Saltwater Building, Shop 9, 26 to 30 Macrossan Street. Bendigo Bank, the better big bank. It is that time of the week when we talk to our tech guy, Richard Pascoe. It's always fascinating. He's like this treasure trove of facts to do with tech. He's absolutely wonderful. But joining him, it's a very, very special three-way turf talk uh, today. I have my son, Paul. Good morning, Paul. Good morning. Hello, everyone. Good morning. And Richard, are you there at the track? Yes, I am. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Paul. Good morning to anybody who's listening to us at the moment. <laughs> okay. Nice to have you. And I just thought I'd bring my son, Paul, in, who's holidaying up here in this beautiful part of the world. And I'm Very sure, good. And I'm sure he'll contribute to the program. Well, he normally does. All right, Richard, uh, so appropriate that we have you because Christmas gifts and people give uh, tech things as gifts. What have you got to suggest to all of us? We did some tech gifts last week. We got some tech gifts this week. They're actually all up on the website right now as well. So if if you miss this, you want to go and have a look, have a look at my suggestions. First one's power banks. Keep your smartphone and tablet charged because as we know in Australia, the power never goes off for an extended period of time. But just in case it does, why not be able to be contact people? So keep the smartphone and your tablet charged so you can keep abreast of any power failures. Um, why not buy a new keyboard and mouse if you've got a desktop computer? 50 to $60. Paul, I have seen, or the other Paul, or Paul, I've seen chicken legs fall out of people's keyboards. They're that filthy sometimes. <laughs> chicken legs. <laughs> so you turn it upside down, there's bones come out. <laughs> and, you know, I will relate the story. I did go to see a bloke once and uh, at a problem with the computer, put my fingers on the keyboard, lifted my fingers up. The keyboard came with it. Oh, sticky, gooey crap! Well, you don't want to see my you don't want to see my keyboard, Richard. You've tipped it upside down. It's like a cave from Indiana Jones. There's a skull in there, and there's some cobwebs. And (laughs) (laughs) go on, right? Subscription. We need you to listen to Fab FM, but when you're not listening to Fab FM, you might want to listen to some other music. So why not buy a subscription to Apple Music or Spotify? Um, If you're on an iPhone, I really think Apple Music is a no-brainer. And finally, the Google Nest Hub 2. There's no camera in it, uh, but it's a great alarm clock. It can wake you. To... <laughs> <laughs> okay. it, it will not wake you with that sound, let me tell you, all right? Um, and you can actually silence the alarm by waving your hand at it, and it goes silent after that, which oh. is no good for anybody in radio because that would be the first thing that we actually do. Exactly. Um, it knows when you're asleep, so it basically goes black, and if you roll over and get up, it starts to come to life. Great digital frame, and you're able to stream radio on it as well. A couple of things about thing to note at the moment. iPads are in very, very, very short supply. Um, so if you're looking to get one, uh, you might have to give an IOU to the kids because I think delivery dates have actually popped out to January now. Ooh. And if you want a computer monitor... Um, they're rising rapidly, the price as well, due to short supply on there. So you might, if you don't need one at the moment, I would say hold off until probably February, March next year because there should be a lot more stock on the market. 
Sounds great. We're talking with our tech guy, Richard Pascoe. Richard, uh, one thing that uh, we, we haven't discussed for quite some time, but I think it's very important, is passwords. And apparently, uh, I, I think as a nation, maybe even the world, we suck at it. We do. I don't. I'm good. But everybody no, else... You, no, you, no you, you, always you aside. Always be aside. So NordPass has actually released their yearly list of the most popular passwords and were worse than ever. And that, that's something to go along and say. So the top five passwords, Paul, are 123456, 123456789, and QWERTY and password. Oh. You know, they're atrocious. I've got to say... Any password that's got a visible word in it is bad. You can't have a visible word in a password. Try and mix it up somehow. So, you know, I always, the, people always go along, well, it's the year, it's my football team and the year, last time they won the premiership. It's not a good password. They can be easily broken, um, you know, for it. So that's where password managers come into it. Then you only need one password to get into your password manager. Um, things like LastPass uh, is very good if you've got Apple on there as well. iCloud passwords, is very, it just fills it all in for you. So automatically fills in your username and password. You don't get locked out of your account. And for things like LastPass on there, they've got what's called a dead man switch in there, oh. which means if you sign up to it and something happens to you, you can nominate a best of kin to your, your next of kin to go along and get into your password manager so that they can shut accounts down, you know, do anything that you needed doing. So I, I quite like that idea as well. Interesting stuff. I thought strengthening your password was just as simple as adding a one to the end of your original one. No, 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 no. It's not. It, visible words in there, Paul, and the other Paul, basically can be broken by a computer very, very quickly. Mm. And, you know, and passwords are only a part of it. We've talked about two-factor authentication many, many times on here, which is where you give your mobile phone number to the company. So if anybody in call centre stand does guess your password, you'll get a text on your mobile phone with a number. They can't get into it unless they have that number. So it's something we know, something we have. Terrific. Uh, Richard Pascoe, Telco legislation amendments allow Telstra to unleash scam-blocking tech. What's this about? Oh, I think this is a great idea as well. So they had to change some legislation, but now what happens is those terrible text messages that we get on our phones uh, which say we've got a, a parcel coming, we've, you know, click here for a yeah. voicemail and other sort of ones like that. They, this tool will automatically detect and block those messages. So that's being rolled out now. Um, so far this year, Telstra has received 11,100 scan reports from customers on these SMS messages. Any idea how many they did last year? No. 50. Oh. So we didn't think much of it last year, but this year, um, it really is because of that... that, that thing called the flu bot where you get those messages i just described before it has been an explosion in those so you know and again people if you get those sort of messages not getting the parcel nobody's left your voice message just delete them can i just tell you it's 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 a little bit very similar to what me off which we'll get to a little bit later but uh getting it from politicians the the latest one is craig kelly and uh, i wouldn't oh. i wouldn't vote for craig kelly or tell anybody to vote for him while he keeps sending me flaming messages how does craig kelly get my phone number and paul's nodding here as well he obviously has got yeah. yours as well how does he get our phone numbers i thought there was some privacy involved yeah not when you're in government 
to mass send basically to every number that oh. goes out there. So there are computer programs to well, go along and do that. Uh, it's, it re- is really annoying. You know, I, I really can't get over it. But you know, if you send Paul and I $10 in an envelope, we'll actually send you Craig Kelly's personal mobile phone yes, number. Yes, yes. Uh, box 212 Port Douglas 4877. <laughs> There we go. So it's all about earning money, Paul, isn't it? It certainly is. Okay, we move to the crap tech item of the week. This is a thing should never, ever give the kids. We should not look at this all. It's a Tamagotchi smartwatch. Paul, Paul, Tamagotchis need to die. They are a thing <laughs> from the 80s. They were a stupid thing back then where you learned, instead of learning how to feed a normal pet, you fed this electronic pet until the battery ran out and the thing, you know, just died or whatever, you had to exercise it. Now it's in a smartwatch. You have to go along, import it from Japan. Uh, the only thing is it just straps to your wrist. They call it a smartwatch. No, it's Tamagotchi on the face of your, what, on the face of your wrist. You don't right. need this thing at all, at all, people. You've got to pay to get it shipped in from Japan if you have an account with Amazon Japan. And I've got to say, I think it'd be quite rare for people to actually have an account with Amazon Japan because, honestly, unless you've got Google Translate, you'd never be able to read the terms and conditions on there at all. That's right. Uh, as well, but Tamagotchi's a stupid, stupid idea in the first place, and we don't need them anymore. So, you know what? Do not buy Tamagotchis for the kids for Christmas. And now, Paul Jr., uh, Paul, uh, you're 43. Uh, did you play Tamagotchi at all? Were you part of any of that? I was never part of the Tamagotchi movement. It was just something that was I found quite silly and was never really something that was entertaining. Yep. No, but kids loved it. Yeah, yeah. Parents, it was, thought it was, parents thought it was a good idea. Definitely a big seller. Big, oh, big seller. Huge and, seller at the time. But no, we don't need them anymore. We've moved on. So Tamagotchi from Japan, the people who gave us Pearl Harbor. Exactly right. And a big cheerio to all our Japanese listeners. <laughs> Good morning to you. Uh, can, Paul, has never, Paul has not forgotten about I it. I have not you. forgotten about that. Let's move on to what us off. And I might let Paul go for this one first up. You, you might like this one, Richard. I am sick to death of people using a search engine to search for Google to then use Google to Google something. You mean you mean Google, Google, go on to Google to Google Google? Yes, because they want to see the Google page come up so they feel safer when they're trying to search for something. What sort of idiot would do that? So people do that, Paul. Were they? So... Yeah, if you're on Windows 11 out there, you just bought a Windows 11 computer, you've got Edge on there as well. The first thing they're going to do on Edge is try and change the search engine over to Google. Like Google, Google on Edge, because friends don't let friends search on Bing. Yeah, that's correct. You, gotta, you can't be uh, unsafe Binging, that's for sure. <laughs> but exactly does, anybody, right. does anybody ever use Bing? Yes, to get to Google. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, if you did that, you'd be just a, an absolute goose, wouldn't you? Well, you, you would say so, but, you know, there, there are a few search engines out there, Paul, but, you know, I, honestly, um, Google do it very, very well. They, they really do. There is a search engine called Ecosia. Oh. So, so on, on Google Chrome, you've got a choice of Google, Ecosia, Bing, DuckDuckGo, and Yahoo, Yahoo 7. A lot of young people use this one. Ecosia, they do. Do you know why? Why? Because they promise that when you do a search on Ecosia, they'll plant a tree in Africa. Now, if you believe that, if you believe that, Paul and I have a block of land to sell you. If you can just send us an envelope, $30,000, that would be very good. That's up in Cooktown. It's a a little swampy, but it's beautiful land. (laughs) Location, location, location. Exactly. So a lot of schools sign up to Ecosia on this, but, you know, it's nonsense. 
just use Google, people. They do it better than anybody else. Terrific. All right. Well, my what gets me off this week? Ah, you you you're at a restaurant and you're having a conversation with somebody, or you might even be telling them a great gag, and you're about to get to the punchline, and the waiter comes in and goes, "Are you? Uh, have you made up your mind yet?" Oh no! And I go, "Excuse me, I, I, I was just about to tell him the." Or you're in the middle of a very personal conversation, and that waiter comes in without any like standing back and waiting for the opportunity, and then saying, "Excuse me, can I?" They come straight in with, "Have you made up your mind yet?" Oh dear! Now you've had that happen to you. I know my uh, Paul yeah. has had that happen to. Why? Why can't staff? If you're in hospitality, be hospitable. Read the room, people. Read the room. Read the room. Exactly right. Does that does that does that ring a bell with you, Richard? Oh yes, yeah. You're halfway through a story, you're about to tell something, and then they they walk up. You know, you, it ruins whole. It ruins the ambience of your yep. story. Yep. You can't go on. You don't want to deliver the punchline. No, but you so, can't. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing worse than somebody stepping on you're about to do that punchline and they interrupt because the whole thing's gone. You might as well say, "Well, forget the gag." But the key for me with the restaurant with the waiters, it's the it's the key word in their occupation. Wait. Wait. Wait till the exactly conversation's right. finished, and then you go so in. But they can't train the kids like they used to, Paul. Oh, 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 Paul, oh, Paul. <laughs> Hang on, I think he added one too many. Let's have another, let's have a replay of that. Train the kids like they used to, Paul. Oh, 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 Paul, oh, Paul. Yeah, so too many, mate. Too many? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he doesn't understand the technical stuff, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> so Post, post-production. So what uh, you off, mate? I've got McDonald's in my sights here, Paul. Oh, here we go. Now I hang on. I'm just uh, I'm just dialing the lawyer. Just a minute. Off you go. Off you go. Oh, I've cut him off. That's hilarious. Have I cut him off? Hang on. Oh, sugar. Oh, look. I'm sorry, folks. I'll redial him. Hello. You know, it's me. He's cutting off the guest. He's back. That, that was our producer, Jack, who just hung up on you. Yeah, our producer here. Yeah. Oh, f- it's gold. Did you say, I oh, just beeped that? I, I think you said the magic word, didn't you? I did, too. I did. All right, we, we'll save everybody's ears. So uh, what is it for you, mate? That McDonald's. McDonald's, They're in, yeah. my, they're in my sight. I, now, I like a Big Mac. I of course like you do. I like a quarter pounder. I like the Angus burgers as well. Oh, yeah. So you go out on a Saturday night, you have a bit of a big night out, nothing better to me than going to McDonald's on a Sunday morning. Mm. But if you change anything on the ingredients, 99 out of 100 times you will get it wrong. If you want bacon on there, they will forget the bacon on there. If you want extra sauce, they will forget the sauce on there as well. If you go along and say, you know what, I would like some lettuce on my quarter pounder and some tomato... I guarantee you might get a strand of lettuce that is as thin as a pubic hair on there. So, you know, we know it's lettuce because it's green. That's all. But uh, it is absolutely dreadful. Why can't these kids get paid good money, train them up to make sure that we can deliver on a Sunday morning what the customer actually wants? Because if you actually take it away... You have to drive back and then everybody else's meal's ruined and it's just terrible. So train your staff up. The Macca's Burger crew got to lift their game there. They do. 
And I've, I've walked into a couple of Maccas after, you know, and gone, look, you know, it, there was no bacon on this one. And, you know, this one looked like, you know, it's, you criticised. They go, we're really, really sorry about that. Do you want another burger now? No, I don't. I don't need another burger now. I needed another burger an hour ago before I bloody well picked the burger up in the first place and came back. And then I've had no. to eat what I've given because I'm still bloody hungry. I don't want to go back and get another burger. Then they promise you they'll send you a voucher in the mail. Good luck for that. I know Australia Post's slow, but honestly, I think I've got a few vouchers still missing in the mail. So McDonald's, lift your game when it comes to making alterations on your menu. Mm. And, it, and it never looks like the picture, does it, Richard? No. It, no, it never looks like the picture. Good heavens, no. The, the, the picture's yeah. gone to hair and makeup before production's uh, <laughs> exactly been shot. Right. <laughs> Actually, I did a story on that for Channel 7 in Adelaide. We went out and we bought the, some different burgers from Hungry Jack's and from McDonald's and compared the photos with what we got. And, oh, my, there's nothing. It looks nothing like the photo. No, not at all. No, <laughs> it's almost like the photos are plastic things. You know, they, they, yes. I don't know. Maybe they are plastic things. I don't know. But how do you actually make it all looking so perfect and the real thing is nothing like it? Each piece no, of lettuce is hand-placed. Hand What's that? Each piece of lettuce and tomato is hand-placed. <laughs> hand-placed. Some of it looks like it's been thrown across the room. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've done a number on them. Uh, but anyway, thank you very much. Now, before you go, Richard, thank you so much for uh, everything today. Uh, your website, please. Is talktech.com.au. Thank we you, Paul. We love thank you. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Hang on. He's, thank you, Paul. He's off again. Thank you, Richard. It was good to talk to you, mate. See you, buddy. Good to talk to you. See you, bye. Bye.